Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake. Now we're going to go up to Lake Houston. Let's check in with Mr. John Littleton this morning. John, good morning. What's up? Hey, hey, good morning, Captain. How are you today, sir? I couldn't be better. Everything's there good, my go. friend. And how are you? Yes, sir. Oh, man, just hanging out over here in Louisiana playing catch-up. You Uh-oh. know, being for a couple weeks. So, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, just- Hanging out, been been getting to do a little bit of fishing back, oh, you know, over at the lake. But uh, and you know, I don't know. We, you know, again, like everybody else, we're stuck in that that gum water pattern. You know, up, down, muddy, right. not muddy. <laughs> it, it's been a challenge. I'm telling you. Been a lot but, of local uh, runoff and water coming through that lake here the last few weeks, man. It. It really has, and and you know, it, uh, we fished out there last weekend, and it was a lot of floating stuff. You know, if anybody's listening that's going out there, you know, man, you got to be careful because there is a lot of stuff floating, especially when you get up that West Fork, and uh, you know, coming down that San Jacinto River. Man, there's some stuff coming down through there. Uh, you know, I guess all that, you know, water and that current, it just dislodges, you know, stuff that's, uh, you know, been stuck there. So, but it's a little tricky, but uh, got to get out there and find you a couple little spots. And you get off the main river and off the main lake, the water is not that bad. I mean, it it is. And when I say not that bad, you know, I'm talking four inches, maybe five inches that you can see, which, you know, people think, man, that's bad, but it's not that bad for Lake Houston. So, you know, it, it's, uh, and you can catch some fish, you know. Uh, the bass are still doing pretty good. Catfish is on fire right now. Yeah. You know, from, uh, you can catch you some shad against the, uh, you know, just take your cast net and cast around at the boat ramp, catch you some shad, and then 
just go hit the banks, you know, run the bulkheads. If you can find some bulkhead with two, three foot of water on it, there's quite a bit of that down south of the railroad track. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're going south, uh, you know, just, you know, some of those open areas down through there, there's a lot of bulkheads and just take you a little old cork and set you about two foot deep and uh, take that shad and cut it up. And like I've always said, you've had, we have better luck cutting that shad in half and using it, right. uh, get, get those juices out of it. Yeah. More scent really. Sure. Yeah. 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 But it, uh, and there's some good ones. I mean, you know, some two, three pounders, the good eating kind, that you know, perfect. so, oh man, they are. They are. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, like I said, the bass fishing's not too bad. Uh, you know, we had one of those double tournament weekends last Saturday, and um, we ended up doing pretty good. We won one and finished second in the other one, so we didn't do too that, bad. That's but better than pretty good. That's that's damn good. <laughs> yeah. First yeah, and I second. Mean, oh, yes. I'll take that. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and we had big fish in one of the tournaments. It wasn't big. I think we ended up with five fish that weighed 1580. And I had a, you know, our big fish was a 433. So, uh, you know, just good solid. And we caught 12 keepers and called twice. So, you know, it, it wasn't a bad day. I mean... You know, it doesn't sound like you're not going to go out there and catch 30, 40 bass. You know, not right now. So, uh, you know, it was just a good good day. We landed on some fish early. My partner had went out and found some early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, they're eating those shad. You know, you find your little area that's got some good shad spawn in it. And, uh, you know, those bass are there. But it's not going to last long. It'll last for about an hour in the morning, and then you got to. The fish are still there. You you just got to, you know, you got to flip a jig or throw you a Texas rig or something, and and uh, you know get them to bite after that. But uh, it's all pretty good. Yep, we're uh, uh, we got a tournament Sunday. Uh, if anybody wants to come out and fish, it's an individual tournament for Lake Houston. I mean, uh, for Angler's Quest, it's an individual tournament Sunday. Right. So uh, we'll be we'll be back over there trying to catch them, but I I have to see what the water is and water level, and heck, it might be way over the top of those pads <laughs> where we were fishing last week. <laughs> Might not be able to see them pads, but oh well. Well, we're going to go and fish anyhow. Yeah. Well, I got to go to Rayburn this past week, and uh, or this week actually, and uh, had some fresh crappie for supper the other night. Boy, what a treat! Man, I know. I heard you talking to Randy yesterday, and yeah, that was man. I, I'll, you know, I'll, uh, 
I'll try to get up there and catch some, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's tough for me. I say that and people catch the heck out of them at Lake Houston. I've just never really been that good at Lake Houston on catching crappie. You know, I guess because I don't fish them enough, but, uh, I think the majority I, I, you know, of the really good crappie catches yeah. I always hear about are always there around Lucius Bio, you know? Yeah. All through that well, area. That's, yeah, you see those guys out there, and, and I don't know how they do it. Mickey, they got like five rods across the front of their boat, and they just sit there and ease around <laughs> with their trolling motor. and I'd be so hung up, it would be unreal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but they do it. Uh, they can catch them. You know, I, I see them. I'll be out there bass fishing, you know, and they'll be out there. There, there's a lot of stumps and, you know, stuff in that channel out there that are deep, you know, and they're 12, 14, 16 foot deep. And, uh, they, you know, they've got them some good electronics on there and they can sit there and, and watch them and, and they'll catch them. But, uh, I, you know, I have caught quite a few out there. I just, I, I, I'm just too obsessed, I guess, with bass fishing than to take my time and go out there and crappie fish. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that do it. And I see them catch them around their boat docks, too. You know, they'll mm-hmm. sink them some Christmas trees or something around their boat docks. And uh, I see them out there catching them, you know, doing that. Um, but I go and fish the brush tops for bass. So, you know, I can catch me a bass or two out of every once in a while. But no, yeah, we, caught a, been- we caught a few nice bass out of those, uh, brush piles, you know, fishing with Randy called white bass, oh. large mouth spots. Yeah. Those brush piles, uh, it'll, it'll get a lot of stuff coming over there. You know, so I used to I used to do that at Conroe years ago, and and man, you know, you'd go up there and just catch them, catch those crappie, you know, out of those brush piles. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, you know, you can catch bass out of them too. There, you know, a lot of that's what a lot of those guys do. You know, that, that well, like Randy, you know, they go out there and sink those trees, and you know, they'll use that for multiple applications you know they'll bass and crappie and get some big old bluegills and you know stuff like that so but uh i know my old buddy old lonnie stanley we we used to hang out underneath that 147 bridge up there in those columns and catch a lot of crappie out there and you know they still do that it's uh i got friends that's they don't even mess with the brush piles. That's where they fish. They use uh, yep. they use like a cork rig, bobber stopper, you know, to control the right. depth, to get it down and let it sit there along those pilings. Yep. 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 We tight line, you know, right there, and, you know, you get the feel of it and just drop right beside them columns and just tight mm. line, you know, a little split shot with a minnow and get it right by there and, you know, it. it Again, that's you know, it ain't no telling what you're gonna pull up. You know, you can pull that's up. That's why Randy does it. Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna yeah. catch. 
No, you catch four pound bass or a big yeah, we had some we had some nice bass doing that. We didn't keep them; we chunked them. But yeah, yeah. But we did keep those uh, Kentucky spotted bass. Those are good eating. Oh, they're awesome to eat. They're yeah. excellent. There's no limit on them size or length or as many as you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we used to keep a few bass up from Fayette, you know, back mm-hmm. when the size limit, you know, was down. Uh, well, I think it went up to 16 inches now, but, you know, you keep you some of those 12-inch little bass, and, man, those, those are good eating, you know. So uh, you get your, I, you know, the limit was five, and you get your five of right. those, you get your some good plays and be a good meal for you and the wife. So, yeah. Pretty That's good. what Will would always do. If he wanted fresh fish, he would, uh, he'd keep two or three of those spots to take home for him and Vicky to eat. He loved Yeah. It. He said, these, these yeah. best eating fish out here. Oh yeah. I don't know. I th- that was crappier hard to beat. It, hey, it's all good. It, it was just good. You know, having some fresh, uh, freshwater fish to eat. It's different. No doubt. Right. Excellent. Yeah, I know. It's it's got to be. You know, I'm sure you eat a lot of saltwater fish. You know, and and uh, but uh, you know, I I'm I'm mainly you know catfish and you know crappie. I can catch a few crappie up at the farm ponds and you know a few big old brim and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, those are good good stuff. Heck, I hadn't had breakfast yet. We talking about fishing and yeah i know it uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i could eat some crappie for breakfast <laughs> yeah this uh, Rayburn, sam rayburn uh pool level hadn't been updated it's the what's today the 19th so it's two days yeah. old but it's still showing the lake about a foot and a half above pool so and i think randy said it came up some more so like you know that's a big watershed that lake really it looks is. big when it's full like that. It was so beautiful up there. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. How different well, it is. Well, yeah, I hadn't checked Lake Houston this morning, but yesterday it was um, 0.50 above pool. So it's come right. down quite a bit. It was up over. Yeah, I know. All, like the, all the water out of there is in my backyard right now. Yeah. 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 We probably sent you a few bass, too. You know, so send them on, send them on. Well, we'll yeah, just catch them, and just catch them, and bring them back, put them back in the I'll lake. Turn, I'll turn. I'll have them head north when I throw them back in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn, Point them turn north. Them around. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know people. They would oh, go well. behind the dam and catch redfish and stuff. You know, so oh, you know yeah. they'll they'll. But uh. Well, that's yeah. one place you can probably pretty much you know you can catch everything: crappie, redfish. Bass, yeah. white bass, catfish, I mean, hey, and even trout on occasion. So, All right, right John, I got to run, my friend. I'm glad right. I got a hold of you this morning. Don't work too hard sure. in Louisiana. Get caught up where you can get fishing again, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I will be after this week. I'll be back on my regular schedule. So, yeah. All right. Well, somebody wants to call you, give them a number, man. Sure. They can call me on my cell, 281 222 8544. Just give me a call. All right, John. Have a good weekend, buddy. Don't work too hard. All right. You too. Thanks.
Bye. Later. All right. Well, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament, that's fixing to start up. Memorial Day weekend, it'll run all summer long with a ton of prizes. It's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore division. 120 tagged redfish released in Texas inshore waters with other species to fish for inshore, like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. Offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Texas Star is brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org or you can call 713-626-4222 and sign up today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. It is 520 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's head down to Texas City, the dike, and talk to Mr. Dave Fremont. Texas City Dave, good morning, sir. What's up? Oh, good morning, Captain. Top of the morning to you there, buddy. I appreciate that, and right back at you. It's uh. It sure is nice to see uh, the wind laid down a bit. I had to, I had to kind of look close to see what flags we had up because they was just sitting there kind of all limp. But it picked up a little bit now. But man, we got a west kick to it. Yeah, so, southwest. Man. You're right, mm-hmm. spot on, brother. Spot on. Man, I'm telling you, the safety is off, and and it's time to pull the trigger. It is. Everybody's got an itchy trigger finger right now. They're ready to. <laughs> Rock and roll. It's fishing season, baby. <laughs> I came through. I pulled up on the dike about 4, I guess it was 4, 4.30. Yeah. And uh, I was going to swing on in the store and, and see what all was happening, but I couldn't get in the parking lot without a shoehorn and a can of Crisco. Them boats was already stacked up, and, <laughs> and they were lined up getting uh getting whatever kind of live bait they were wanting to get at the time. As it turned out, it was uh, all free. Uh, supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of those guys, they don't like to admit it. They'll come in the back door to get them, but that's all right. <laughs> hey, <it's... laughs> I'm Fishing's just kidding, fishing. man. Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's the biggest thing is we, we tease about that, but man, let's, we we aim to please. We try to get get bait for everybody and what they like. Hey, and y'all even have uh, lures in stock there too. Y'all y'all don't uh, take any prisoners, man. You sell bait, you sell lures. Hey, good eating oh, we've shrimp, got some, crawfish, man. Boards as I got it going on. We we keep our our lures fresh. Those lures up on the shelf. That we put expiration dates on them to where we don't leave them up there very long. We'll put a whole new. <laughs> I call I call that fishing with fresh dead. I tell all my customers, I go, hey, hand me another one of them fresh dead bass assassins back there. One of them fresh dead little Johns. They work. Yeah. We try to get we try to get some of the stuff that's the most most popular. We're by no means a, a cut rate tackle, or I don't even know if they still call it that. 
but um, fishing tackle unlimited now. Yeah, yeah. I still call it cut rate. I mean, we grew up <laughs> going to cut rate. Yeah, it's hard to scrape that stuff out of my head. It's, yep. uh, it's like plaque. But um, anyway, most of the guys that come in, they know what they're looking for, and if uh, they'll they'll holler and say, "Hey, man, you need to get some of this or get some of that," so we'll. We'll pass it on down to our our tackle lady, and she'll order something up and get it out there pronto. But uh, most of the time, like I say, those guys uh, that come in regular and fish a lot, and they know right where to go to get what they need to get. And but I like to I like to help these folks that come in, and you can you can tell when they walk in that they've either never been here before, or they've never even seen the dike because they come in with that deer and and the headlights look and those are the ones I, I like to help out know sometimes they'll walk up to you and say hi to them and they'll say oh, y'all got any night crawlers and then i know we got a we got a new customer yeah <laughs> night crawlers well, well, <laughs> i said no we're fresh out of red wigglers but we got some kelly wigglers but we'll fix them up and i, I like to do that especially if they got some kiddos with them and we'll We'll get them fixed up with the bare necessities where they don't have to spend the, all their hard-earned money to go out for that first fishing trip and then uh, head them on out towards one of those wooden piers or something a little more safe than bouncing off them rocks. And, right. And have a, have a good time. Just go out there and, and, and enjoy their first visit because you do that and they're going to come back, I guarantee you. But uh, right now, there was, I don't know if we got, I guess, this time of year, there's going to be tournaments rolling around. I know the Hall of Fame tournament's coming up, I think, June the 3rd, and it lasts a week, and it's, a, like I, I mentioned it last week, and uh, I like to give them a plug because they do all the right things, and I think it's yes, the 50th it year. 50th year. 50 years. And, uh, mm. and so that's a, that's a cool uh that's a cool thing all by itself to be involved in doing something like that for the for the good of the fishing community and and for some charity stuff. It's just good good bunch of guys. I know a handful of them that are that are been involved in that for a long time, and they're 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 good guys along with being good fishermen as well. But there must be some other stuff going on. Maybe it's just the fact that we don't have any uh, bad weather, and it's uh, here we are sitting, you know, at the right time because we've been getting some good reports of. Uh, of speckled trout being caught this morning when I rolled out to the end of the dike, I didn't, I didn't see a light in the generator one going, and that was kind of unusual. Really, it can it can also mean that those guys might have caught what they needed to catch uh, during the during the earlier hours of the night, and uh, they've already packed up and went home. I'll, yeah. I'll get some reports a little bit later on to see if that was the case because uh, with the way the wind was behaving itself. I was kind of looking to see that we would have some, but on the other side of the coin, uh, the boat ramp was already starting to get some pretty good activity from those that we saw parked at the Boyd's parking lot, uh, and so I think it's going to be a crowded day today. Looks like it anyway. I hope so, and uh, everybody just needs to be safe, be careful, and have a good time, but saw a few uh, familiar faces that were picking up their their items that they needed to go out and have a have a good morning fishing. I bet it won't take too long to heat up out there. What do you say, Captain? No, it won't. It, uh, but you know, the humidity was so down yesterday. Yesterday was just beautiful. You know, I know the temperatures were warm, but it didn't feel hot because you know it was just less humid. And uh, but boy, those uh, this is the time of year. You know, those tide runners pouring in through the jetties and 
they come around the end of that dike and they'll spread up through Campbell's and then turn that corner at the dike and get over there at Mesquita and all down through the flats there. And, uh, it's that time of year. It is. Fish We've on. Been We've been waiting on it and, and here it is upon us. So it's time to take advantage of it if you can do it. And That's it. it looks like some folks, folks are doing that this morning already, but like I say, it's good to, good to see things uh the conditions being right so now it's up to the fishermen to get out there and make it happen well it's actually up to the fish too <laughs> true they, they need to kind of cooperate just a need bit. participation from both sides yeah but uh they'll be out there doing their thing and and uh looking forward to it uh on the bait front uh you know this time of year especially when you get this kind of pressure uh, you can't have too much. And even though it looks like uh, we still have quite a bit on those bait tanks, it can it can go in a hurry when people are getting a couple of quarts here and a few quarts there and mm-hmm. and, uh, and four or five, six dozen of them, them golden croakers. Golden barking monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that term, barking monkeys. <laughs> yeah, little low grunts, that's for sure. <laughs> grunters uh, yeah <laughs> yeah they're, they're going to be uh hot items here from here on out until uh all, all all through the summer until they either get too big uh i don't think there's any that are too big you you it's amazing what old trout will take you know that and anybody that trout fishes at all very much uh it's just amazing what they'll take in terms of, this, of a mullet I've seen some that'll that'll just suck down a eight or nine ten inch mullet. Uh, oh yeah, unreal. Um, I saw one come right up to the boat dock when the when those shrimp boats come in in the in the early afternoon. Those uh, those fish know it. It's almost like ringing the dinner bell, and they a lot of them will fo- follow the shrimp boats in, and then the other ones will just come up out of the woodwork. And when that shrimp boat uh, pulls up to the dock. Um, if you're out there and you've got something to, to throw out in in the area of that boat, you're going to catch something. And those old fish will be there. My granddaughter was out there with me one one day when the boats pulled up, and she had caught a little, I say a little sand trout. It was, you know, eight inch or something like that. And she was pulling that thing up to, to the pier, a speckled trout. I watched it happen. A speckled trout came up and inhaled that <laughs> sand trout. And it didn't make it to the hook where it set the hook, but I saw it, and I even told her, I said, Casey, just, just let it take it. Just let. And she's going, I want to pull it in. Push the button said, in. Just, let yeah, him have let it. it. Yeah, let her have it, and, and maybe it'll take the take the hook. But it was, she just had a little, little treble hook on there, so the odds of getting that on the on that trout. But it was a nice speck. It really was. But it took that it took that sand trout like it wasn't anything. So I don't think there's too big of a croaker that one of them big hungry mean trout won't try to kill. But whether he'll get it swallowed down to your hook or not, but if you've got one of them good size of O'Shaughnessy's or whatever kind of hook you use to put around one of them croakers, I think it's got a good chance of hooking it. But it's amazing what them old things will eat and how big how big they like to eat. Then again, I like to eat a big meal myself. Well, let's let's talk about table fare. How's the crawfish situation in uh, shrimp? It, it's been it's been very good as far as crawfish goes. Uh, we're we're probably you know 
I don't know anything, but we're, we're over the hump in, in terms, I think, of the season uh, peaking. Jason may have a whole different uh, uh, opinion about that, but I think we're probably right there about just getting over the hump and as, as the temperatures and all climb and everything from the weather and the water, um, I think it's going to slow down a, a bit. But uh, we ran late last year, but uh, I heard a few rumors that we may we may have a shorter season this year. But what we're looking for is we don't like to think too much past today and maybe tomorrow. And uh, with graduations coming up, um, we want to sure have as much as we have we can have on hand. So the secret is is if if Boyd's is offering. And not just Boyd's, anybody. If they're offering reservations, you ought to jump on them. If you're wanting something for the weekend coming up, um, you want to you want to get on that reservation list and try to lock in your prices, and then uh, and then uh, the availability because you're going to get first first preference if you put that uh, you know you put in for for reservations. They're going to try to take care of you, right? But, uh, but anyway, on that, uh, we're pretty good. I think we'll have some, some crawfish today. I haven't heard anything official. But if you go to Boys One Stomp on Facebook, we'll have something out about, oh, about 8 o'clock or so. I'll, I'll usually get a text saying what's the latest and the greatest in, in regards to that. And I'm sure that the Santa Fe uh, location will be open as well. Um, usually the cooked crawfish uh, uh, during the week starts uh we kind of shifted it back to where we start cooking at three o'clock, and we stay open till about seven or so there. And then in the Tech City location, you can get that cooked crawfish from about eleven o'clock, eleven thirty. Um, so you can get in on the lunch if you want to for that in Texas City at two two seven Dyke Road. And uh, it's just uh, been going pretty well as far as uh, what you and I like uh, on the on the shrimp front. We've had some pretty nice nine uh, twelves. And then uh, with the heads off, they're called 1620s to the pound. And uh, we, we usually keep those in stock, and I'm pretty sure we have them this morning. And uh, have them shrimp with the crawfish. So in Santa Fe, we usually take uh, some bags of 1620 tails over there. And some people want them cooked. Some people want to take them home and do their own thing with them. And uh, so we've got it both ways. So uh, that's pretty much what's been happening around here, boss. Well. Sounds good. It's always a pleasure talking to you on Friday mornings, my friend. It uh, it makes the, it makes my weekend a whole lot better when we can make the connection and, uh, and and talk to you and meet up with the fine folks that pile up in the mornings to listen to you. All right, buddy. That number down there is four zero nine nine four five four thousand and one. I do know that one. Oh, music to my ears. That's, that's Put that in your phone, life. folks. <laughs> all right dave well hey it's always a pleasure you have a good weekend i'll talk to you next week and uh hey y'all catch them up down there get them thank you captain i, I appreciate uh, it and everybody be real real safe out on that water things are going to get crowded as we move on and uh and just uh, move out the way is all i can say and be safe everybody have a good time and once again thank you very much for having me on this friday morning anytime my friend see you dave take care buddy all right, that's Texas City Dave down at Boyd's One Stop. Well, folks, if you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, tune into the Texas Insider Fishing Report Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. 
This show will give you a fresh fishing for, you know, forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And Texas Inter- Insider breaks down the state into six regions, three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three saltwater for the guys who want to catch trout and reds inshore and tuna wahoo and marlin offshore. So join Dave Farrell, Bree Gabriel, and my friend Captain Rick Murphy to know what's hot and what's not every Thursday night at 1030 or Fridays at 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Valley Sports Southwest or AT&T Sportsnet. Check it out. Captain Mickey here for the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore division. With 120 tagged redfish released in Texas inshore waters and other species to fish for inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead, prizes for all of these divisions. Offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. The Star Open starts on Memorial Day weekend and will run all summer through Labor Day and uh Easy to do. Just go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hall Power Polaris, Mountie Boats, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers. Go to startournament.org, call 713-626-4222, and sign up today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, final segment already, 539 here in the Bayou City. Let's go down to G-Town now in that area. Let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman. Okay. All right. See which way he's drifting. Good morning. Captain Hillman, Stevie. What's up, Captain? What's up, Captain? <laughs> oh, just fixing to put her in the water and then try to find a place to park. Yeah, good luck with that. Man, I tell you, there's some. It's the world woke season. up this morning. Yeah, there's people everywhere. That's why I've seen more boats on the road. A couple of tournaments today, I think. Oh, well. We'll go try and get a spot. Was that an anchor I just heard? No, it was my check-it stick I threw in the boat. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's nice. Wake them up. Sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't bother me. Hey, speaking of wake them up, uh, one of my customers, uh, Louis Bayin, sent me a, uh, was an email or something the other day of a video. I don't know if he was on the guy's boat or if it's something he pulled off the Internet or whatever. But um, <laughs> So we always – talk about not bumping the bottom of the boat because of the vibration scaring the fish and all that right well, it was a it was a video of a bottom machine and uh it showed a school of trout or what i don't think it was trout a school of fish and uh real balled up and then somebody just barely bumped the side of the boat and that whole school just separate just scattered right makes you wonder makes you wonder just how skittish these fish are yeah that kind of depends on the depth of water you're in you know yeah, yeah, this looked to be fairly deep water, but I don't know. I read something somewhere a long time ago. Sound through water travels like seven times faster than through air or something like that. Right. But, but I know a couple of weeks ago, me and uh, I had David Carroll and Mike Silva, and 
we were catching a lot of fish. It was, it was really good fishing and, and, uh, we're kind of just piddling at that point. And, and, uh, David dropped the check it stick or something happened. The check it stick fell on the floor of the boat and we never got another bite in that spot. Wow. Just from that. But anyway, now fishing's, it's been a good week. Of course, the wind's been down, so it helps. But the yeah, two main variables now, now that we're in this time of year, water temperature's holding around 80, 79, 82, 83, depending on where you're at, what time of day and all that. I mean, the fish are, they're pretty schooled up and they're, they're feeding pretty good. It's, it's been pretty easy fishing. The only two variables that get you right now is, and I don't know in necessarily this order, but the wind and the boats and maybe the boats might come first on that deal. But, uh, you know, when it's calm, like it was Monday through Wednesday, you can kind of run around and get away from people and do, do anything you want and still make a really good day of it. And the bite was really good then too. It made it easy. But then yesterday, yesterday we had that unforecasted northeast wind, and it had to be gusting. It came 14 or 15. up, didn't it? Yeah. It came up and it stayed up. It wouldn't go away. It, it just stuck around, and so we had to make some long moves, in which we ended up doing real well. But we had to work our butts off for them yesterday. It was uh, it was a lot different fishing, right? But it's it's gotten it's gotten pretty good the last three or four weeks pretty consistent you know mm-hmm. whereas march and april we were kind of ping-ponging back and forth between struggle for more, more good day we were you know we we're having more slow days than than, than great days but right. i mean you can average it all out average it all out and it's probably okay but but uh but now at least every day is pretty good when the when the weather cooperates but yeah <clears throat> but they actually started slicking uh saw more slicks early in the week all the way through Wednesday than I've seen in a long time. And a uh, matter of fact, Wednesday was our, our best bite, our easiest bite. And we had, we caught a lot of fish on top water, but the school we started on, uh, they left us, they swam out on some deeper shell. And, and, uh, I didn't know what, where they'd gone, man. We caught 12 or 15 real quick. And then they, uh, they just vanished. And I was, piddling around getting ready to make a move and then i saw a slick pop out pop up way out deep hey you can go on around me okay but uh and i saw a slick pop up out out off the off this ledge and another slick and i said man i've never seen them go that far out and we trolled out there and sure enough that whole school pulled out like out in the mud and i usually don't see that this time of year as much i see it more and and it could have been because we we were putting pressure on them maybe but uh i mean there was no wind or make you know no waves hit the boat no hull slap or anything but i don't know but you know normally later in the summer when the water gets hot you'll see those fish pull out in that cool deep mud they'll pull off the shell you don't usually see it this time of year i thought that was kind of odd but uh, but at least they were showing us where they were whereas in in recent weeks, they really haven't shown themselves. Well, I think you've got more fish to work with now, too, you know. For sure, for and sure. And you, you know, slicks are going to be more prevalent. Before, yeah. we didn't have them all wadded up and everything was scattered and you didn't see many slicks. you got to have a lot That's of fish right. to have slicks. got to have it. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, they're feeding all these shad. The ones we kept, you know, uh, they're full of shad. Some of the shad are five, six inches. They're big. 
you know, even those crappie I cleaned this week uh, had shad in them. Oh, really? Yeah. How big a shad those little crappie eating? Oh, they Did were picture? little button shad, you know, small yeah. shad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that picture, man. That's That was a good box of fish y'all had. Some slabs, man. Yeah, I bet that was fun, relaxing. No drag rippers, but uh, it's it's different, you know, after fishing saltwater, you know, you're hooking yeah. and drags ripping and all that, and then you go up there and the perch jerking thing. Well, that's strictly for st- strictly yeah. for table fare, and it, it's enjoyable too. It's peaceful and laid back, and hey, I could get used to that kind of fishing. Oh yeah, for sure. You just got to use one of those little bitty ultralights, then they'll rip some drag, and you'll have a yeah. ball with them. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll hang a four-pound bass, and you'll blow it up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But now uh, the water, we've been bound. I fished three different parts of the bay this week, and and two of the three, the water's real clear. And we've when we're fishing the clear water, and it's been, the sun's been out a bunch, but when we're fishing that high visibility water we're, we're catching almost everything on on straight lime truce and then uh uh chartreuse with uh with glitter right and most i'm still throwing mainly rat tails i put the guys on paddle tails yesterday and, and uh, they actually did better than me yesterday it was pretty pretty it went back to that more straight line straight retrieve paddle tail stuff yesterday uh-huh the bite got tough and then i switched over and started catching more on, on the paddle tails but uh prior to that it was you could kind of do whatever you want i mean wednesday was i keep you know thinking about that day i mean every day has been good but wednesday was really really good we caught them on a little bit of everything we caught i think we moved around a bunch and we didn't keep them all obviously but we caught we counted 36 really good trout turned a couple loose a couple good ones loose turn a lot of fish loose to turn a couple pushing five pounds loose and then uh but over half of them we call them top water which was a blast and caught some on lilies uh caught a few on that uh that little john xl the purple with the white tail uh-huh. uh, and then yesterday uh the water got kind of dingy we had that northeast wind and and some more fresh water kept coming down your from your way i guess yeah push some of that upper galveston bay and trinity bay water down your way yeah and i had to i had to make a lot further run south yesterday and uh you know we found some decent water but we caught them on darker colors yesterday chicken on a chain slamming chicken kind of kind of intermediate colors we didn't yeah. have to go real dark we didn't have to go texas roads or morning glory anything like that but uh and that's the deal everybody always asks you know what's your favorite color well my favorite color is whatever the water whatever they're biting sunlight shows me to throw you know it's just yeah but uh there's really no favorite color i mean if you're if you're out there and you're fishing and water you can't see three inches down in and you're throwing a lime truce bass assassin you're probably not going to catch a heck of a lot unless you got real bright sunlight that kind of changes the game a little bit but if it's overcast and and off color water and you know you need to be throwing dark colors yeah and, and, uh, See, that's what blows everybody's mind. They think, oh, I'm going to put a chartreuse on in this off-colored water. But I've always found, like, that one uh, one little John, is, we call it chartreuse ice. It has the chartreuse back on it with the clear, you know, yeah. glitter uh-huh. underbelly of it. And, man, that thing works uh, so good in air-clear water. 
Oh, they fish up here. Well, if you can find any air clear water in Galveston <laughs> Bay, but you know what I mean, what we call air yeah. clear. And, right. uh, well, they jump all over that color. Right. Well, one of the guys, JB, yesterday, he, uh, we, we did find some good water and he, he was smoking them on that dig, um, I guess just, it's called salt and pepper, a little bass ass and paddle tail. Yeah. That's a good one. And that's a good clear water bait. Yes. But he was up on the front, and every time I looked at him, his rod was bowed up. He, he kind of put on a little bit of a clinic. There's always somebody on the boat that has a hot hand, it seems like. But, no, we're fishing. Still, Nothing's changed. Nothing's going to change uh, for, for me for a while for what I'm doing, unless we just get a giant slug of fresh water. But we're fishing anywhere from, honestly, two foot to almost eight foot of water. I know that's a wide right. spread. Kind of like our rain chances some days with these forecasts, you know, and they say 20 to 70% that I really don't know, but, but 20, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say two, two to two to seven and a half feet over shell. And then, uh, we had one day where we, we caught them on sand and just, but the, the one common characteristic is we're fishing still a lot of ledges and, and little finger reefs and pumps and any kind of depth changes, all those shad, all that bait is up there on those ledges and the fish are right there with them. And uh, uh, Wednesday, I guess, well, Monday too, Monday and Wednesday, uh, some of the little towhead finger reefs we were fishing, uh, those fish pulled up. We had a little bit more water on that incoming tide, and, and those fish, those trout pulled up on top. They were actually right on top of the reef in like a foot, foot and a half water. And uh, I haven't seen that happen very very much lately. Uh, these fish were, up until this week, they were kind of staying out in the, off, off the edge of the ledges, you know. And that could have mm-hmm. been tide related. I don't know, but uh, but at least they're now they're showing you where they are for the most part. Yesterday Good. they did not. Yesterday yesterday they didn't show us. We just had to go and and try to find fishable water, and, and we got lucky. But it's uh, good to hear that. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't talk know what to the me. River up to. Well, talk to me, Goose. What, uh, I think it's around around twenty five thousand, something like that. Oh, it's back up to that now? Yeah. Yeah, I checked it yesterday. It was right at 25000 Oh, man. Well, at least we're getting some good good tide exchanges right now. Yeah. Get the rain. Well, enjoy that incoming tide this morning because that's all you've got today, buddy. You won't have a low yeah. till almost 11 o'clock tonight or midnight or it somewhere. Was, yeah. It was ripping in too hard yesterday morning. That's why our bite was a little bit later. But yeah. Tide Fish the tail down. into that incoming. Exactly. Exactly. But well, anyway, that's all I got. Well, I'll man. let you get to your old sports there, man. Get them out there and live the dream, and uh, put them on ten pounders every cast. And hey, <laughs> that's what it's all about, brother. Well, if Steve, I catch ten pounder today. I'm selling everything and I'm retiring. There you go. Bring it on, baby. Well, uh, if somebody wants to call you, Steve, give them a number, my friend. All right, man. Four zero nine two five six seven nine three seven. All right, Stevie. Hey, catch him up. I'll talk to you down the road. All right. Thanks, Mickey. Later. All right. Captain Steve Hillman down in G-Town. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 